Welcome to a GNA podcast where we just stopped giving a fuck a really long time ago. So we're just going to skip all this other normal stuff. I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. Fuck you. No, seriously, we love you. But fuck you. No, 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 no. Hold the fuck on. No, fuck you, man. Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you. And fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. Jan, will you be my girlfriend? Is all this hate because you guys have entered menopause? Yes. No, no. All this hate is because I haven't entered menopause yet. Yes. Or is it because uh, you screamed like a little girl during Dead Space 3? (laughs) I did do that. I did do that. I did have Shadow there to hold me to keep me safe. So I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. Joined tonight, you hear a couple of people. Uh, hopefully Shadow's awake this time around. Uh, we're being joined tonight by Zyber. Zyber, how you feeling, man? Um, pass. All right. What are you drinking, then? What am I drinking? What are you we're drinking? going to do it different? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing a fucking monkey wrench into this thing. You know why? Because right, I'm going right. to fucking do it. All right, fine. I've been drinking since four o'clock, working on a bottle of Kahlua and drinking it with Coke. Fucking A, right. All right. And we're being joined tonight by Shinzu. Shinzu, how you feeling, man? Today was payday, and I have no work all over the weekend, so things are amazing. Don't you mean pay everybody day? It is indeed pay everybody day, but I haven't paid my bills yet. I'm not going to until about 9 o'clock tonight, so I get to pretend I have money for another hour. Nice. And uh, we're being joined tonight, I think, by Shadow. We got to see if he's awake here. Shadow. Shadow. Uh, okay, so here's here's my conspiracy theory on no, UFOs. No, 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 uh, wrong, oh. wrong, wrong. Uh, no, that was the last podcast. No, oh. this is uh, we're we're talking about uh, collectibles and and um, and collector's edition stuff this time around. Oh shit! Has it been a week? Uh, oh. Yeah, it, it has. Oh god! Uh, I'm just gonna. <laughs> We've named him Rip Van Dinkle. All right, so here, I'll just do Shadow's introduction for him. He's tired. I'm actually way better this week. Oh, fuck you, fuck you. I'm awake, I'm awake. Fuck you, too. So what are you drinking this time, man? Mountain Dew. Nice. Well, I am being lame myself, so I'm just having a Diet Coke. But I have a reason for being lame. I just crammed like $45 worth of sushi into my gut, and I don't want that coming back. And after this week, I would be drinking enough for it to come back. Oh, I see. You ask everybody what they're drinking, but you don't ask me. I get that. I did ask you what you were drinking, and then I just talked over top of you. No, I'm joking. I didn't. What the fuck are you drinking, dude? I'm uh, I'm drinking a uh, pink and pale. It's a grapefruit-infused pale ale from uh, Idle Time. It's actually very tasty. And it's amazing how well that citrus and hops go together. They're just an amazing pair. Wait a minute. Did you just say that it was a grapefruit-infused pale ale? So an IPA is basically just a grapefruit-flavored pale ale. It is, but like the, the hops have a very distinct... Some of them have like a tropical flavor. Some other ones have more of like a... Um, like a... I would say like a tangerine orange flavor, but like if you actually pair uh, an orange on top of the citrus, it really brings out the citrus notes and not so much the bitter notes. Like when you put the grapefruit in, it's surprisingly refreshing. And when you smell it, all you can smell is just the grapefruit. And then when you taste it, you get the initial taste of the grapefruit 
slight bitter taste and then you kind of have the hops rolling past it and then you taste the ale which is incredibly nice all right fine fuck it i'm going to get a beer give me a second i made him thirsty you made him hard i pretty much we should now talk shit about him while he's gone right i mean he won't ever know that we're talking shit about him Oh, yeah, that, that jackass. I mean, you could call him anything that you wanted to, and you'd never know it. You gotta describe a good fucking beer. Total jackass. I mean, he is just the... How close... No, no, how close is his desk to his beer fridge? Oh, it's like two feet. <laughs> I was like, he was um, like gone for a second. He comes back with a beer. Let me, let me, let me show you here, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold my arm in camera, and I'm gonna touch my beer fridge. There we go. I'm touching my beer fridge. His kitchen is literally like you have to walk through his kitchen to get to his room. You have now given me a new reason to live. I must now have a mini fridge in my bedroom. So actually, my mini fridge I stole from God. Yeah, he stole from God. I did. I stole this mini fridge from God. And he wasn't smited. So I myself, I'm going to drink in a holiday, uh, a holiday beer. I am going to drink a Hardywood gingerbread stout. Imperial milk stout with cinnamon, vanilla, and fresh local ginger and honey. Mmm. Smells like a stout. Smells like a Friday night. Didn't you try to bribe somebody with that earlier today? I did. I actually did bribe somebody with this earlier today. I would like to commend you, by the way. Um, I know... When it comes to drinking seasonal beverages, uh, especially in the brew market, it's very hard not to come up with like, a, oh, yeah, I have a Sam Adams or a UFO or the ones that my brother would have chosen. Oh, no, no. So they only make this gingerbread stout for this time of year. And once it's sold out, it's sold out. So I picked up 10 bottles and uh, I actually have two bottles of the gingerbread stout that's been aged in bourbon barrels, which is going to be the next show. But uh, this, if you like stouts, it's nice. It's dark. It's rich, and it's got those little, very, very subtle notes. It's all on the, uh, on the, the, um, as it goes down your throat, and as you breathe out, you get all those notes. On the, on the front end, it's totally a stout. I think we should talk about, uh, the, the wave of bourbon barrel-aged items, because they're just sticking yeah. everything in there. Pretty soon, we're going to get Pabst Blue Ribbon that's been aged in a bourbon barrel. It's on the way. Dude, soon they're just going to be like, hey, here's a piece of charred oak to chew on while you drink your beer. Well, not only that, but like they take a beer that can be like mellow, smooth, you know, he's the cool brother or the cool friend that you always want to have around. You put him in a barrel for like six months. He comes out of that barrel ready to fuck something up. <laughs> it's going to be your liver. He's ready to fuck something up the ass. Like he comes out going, I want to fuck something. <laughs> yeah, and he does. I've I've been to multiple bars and people are like, I want to taste this stuff. I mean, uh, I took Zyber out to one. They had this uh, chocolate stout that had been aged in a bourbon barrel. It was 12%. Dude, that thing was harsh. Oh, it was so tasty. So tasty. Oh, my God. Damn, that, that, sounds, that sounds like a great night, but that sounds like a horrible morning. No, dude, I had there was no hangover. I don't remember half the night, <laughs> but... I don't remember the half of it. The only time in my life I've ever gotten that drunk, and I don't remember the half of it. Apparently, I wasn't an asshole, so <laughs> there's a plus. No, he wasn't. He was actually very mushy. I mean, he even uttered the words, I'm going to marry that girl. Well, I'm probably going to. It's a question of when. 
You know, that seems to be the common theme. I'm going to marry her eventually. Well, you know, you got to make sure you kind of like put her in a bourbon air barrel for like six months to see how she ages. Yeah, and then she'll come out with a strap on and fuck you right up the ass. Well, you know what? Then someone will be getting some action, so that'll be fine. Yeah, at least then I'll get something. All right. Because, so, you know, uh, once, you, once you put the ring on it, it's like putting a lock on your dick because you don't get any afterwards. Oh, yeah. Might as well have just put a chastity belt on. All right, so State of Games. If you don't know what State of Games is, State of Games is where we go around the room, ask everybody what they've been playing for the past week, or we just pontificate on how games are in general today. So why don't we start off with you, Shinzu? What's your State of Games there, guy? The only game I have played this entire week was Dead Space 3. And I'm going to say that I am not saddened by this because right before the holiday season, whether you like to say happy holidays or Christmas, whatever, Everyone gets ridiculously busy. We here in the GNA podcast are no exception. So, um, Cecil and I streamed this weekend. This was, sorry, not this weekend. This, uh, this last Wednesday here. And it was a ton of fun. I think we, we, we streamed for like an hour and 40. Yeah. We streamed for a while. Yeah. We streamed for a while. We, we did go for a while. It was really weird because we got to a checkpoint and we saved it. And then when we reloaded the game, it put us back almost like the beginning of that chapter. It was like an anime, like rewind. You watch the next episode, they give you like a 20, 30 minute cap of what happened in the last episode. Yeah. So we have to replay that. And uh, a couple different things happened this time around though. Like we went different routes and, and whatnot. So we didn't play the same exact thing again, but it was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it. I'm really digging Dead Space 3. Uh, I really, really, really wish there was going to be a Dead Space 4. Dude, didn't I tell you that the co-op in Dead Space 3, they nailed it, that they just, they nailed it 100%. They absolutely did. I was uh, I was even happier, and I know I've said this before, but I was even happier when they started introducing things. I'm fairly certain uh, throughout the game there has been things that uh, you have seen that I haven't seen and things that I have seen that you have not seen that we were basically just like, as ah, is no big deal. I do feel like that we did the side mission uh, this time around, the second time playing it, we realized that when we got in the elevator, I was talking, but then when we left the elevator, my character didn't say a word, which... Made your comment when we got back in uh, all the more um, uh, makes sense because your character goes like, hey, what's going on? And my guy's like, um, are we going to go or not? Like, we were just stuck in the elevator for like five minutes. Yeah. And, and like, as soon as we knew that that was there and we started paying attention, I even made reference as we were like about three quarters of the way through. I said, hey, dude, your character hasn't said a word since we've been down here. And you're like, holy shit, I haven't. No, it's it's very clever. It's very well done. Um, that I honestly I haven't jumped too much during this game. Like I haven't had any big jumps. Um, I think the last time I really jumped in a game when I was, when I was playing. Uh, oh my god! I know I jumped really bad with and during fear that game. Mm. All right, I'm gonna no. call Boshi on that. You fucking jumped right in the goddamn prologue when I went around that corner. Something jumped out at me. You came to save my ass, and something jumped out and on you. Yeah, but I didn't like, I didn't like throw my, I, I like, it startled me, but I didn't jump, jump. So it was one of those situations where, yeah, it startled me, but I didn't jump. Um, you ever play, uh, oh my God. Hold, hold on, the, hold on, hold on. I saw your face, man. You friggin', you needed. Well, I was worried about you. You were dying. You needed your brown pants. I did not need my brown pants. First off, I wear pampers. Got to protect those pants. Got to protect this chair. It's expensive. Uh, I can't remember the fear inside is the game. What the hell is that game? I can't remember the game. It's uh, a game that was on the Xbox. Oh, uh, Evil. Is it Evil Inside? The Evil Within? 
The Evil Within. That game made me jump. Christ, I still have to play that. I got it up here. Dude, oh my god. The 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 dude with the safe and barbed wire on his head? No, fuck that dude. Don't don't play it with D because he is going to say something along the lines of, um, wouldn't it be funny if, and then it's going to rape you. It's going to come out of a bourbon barrel. It's going to come out of a bourbon barrel and it's going to bend you over. With a strap on. With a strap on. And show you the lower 48. Alrighty, so. Zyber, what's your state of games there, guy? Well, I've been uh, playing a game that I checked out at PAX earlier this year. Uh, the Inner Friend. I've been playing more of that. Um, Pokemon Go. And a little bit of Conan. Uh, they did a update and fixed some of the mechanics of some of the weapons and added uh, another expansion to it so i've been checking that out that's about it nice where are you shadow you're playing on your phone there you're looking up some uh looking up some porn some ufo reddit oh i'm always i'm always looking for some porn on the good old-fashioned reddit but uh this week i've been playing kingdom hearts 2 and it's a lot harder than i remember but so much fun I think it's because I've skipped Atlantica or Atlantis or whatever the Little Mermaid's world. Because Atlantia is that what? It, okay, I don't know. I don't have a kid that watches this stuff, but anyway, I hate that world with a fiery passion. So I'm like two levels below the recommended for every world right now, and it it hurts a little bit. It hurts, but I'm pushing through it. It cuts me deep. Cuts me real deep. Cuts me super deep, and uh, super excited for three to come out. I'm actually pretty yeah. stoked for three. I'm really stoked. Oh, I'm so stoked. I'm going to be hard for a week. Harder for a week. Well, my state of game is pretty simple. Played some Dead Space 3 with uh, good old Shinzu. Really enjoying our, our Wednesday nights. I'm actually going to be disappointed when we get through the finish of that game. We, you know, I think we should probably, uh, maybe we, we find a co-op game like that to try to crank through and uh, and just make it a Wednesday night thing. Because it's, it's, it's been super fun just playing some co-op stuff for once instead of having to really try to crank through something, you know, like Destiny 2 or The Grind or something. I will say that, unfortunately, we won't be streaming next week because it's holidays. So I doubt, uh, I know I won't be around. I don't know if uh, Cecil, if you'll be around or not. I'm um, always here. Well, you could you could stream by yourself and just wander. Oh, I could stream all over the place by myself, just all over there. Uh, no, the only other thing I've been playing is a game called The Darkest Dungeon. Um, it's a game that's been out for a while. It's actually pretty simplistic, but very complex simultaneously. Uh, the premise of the game is you are basically trying to fight back the evil that was there, that some dude let out when they were mining some shit out or something like that. Super simple game. Uh, it's a side kind of, it's it's a dungeon crawler, but it's side-scrolling almost. So you've got a map that you go and you crank through, but uh, you have four characters and you've got you've to micromanage a lot of things on them. And one of them is stress. So everything that you do in there, by just being in the dungeon, produces stress for your characters. The more stress they have, the more like ailments they get. Wait. That's the most real thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, it's it's literally like, and it's painful on how quickly their stress jumps up. And as soon as their stress jumps up to 100, they get, you know, some sort of wheel, weird ailment like, I don't know, claustrophobia or abusive or some shit like that, which makes everybody else stressed out. So, and uh, it's, 
I think I'm starting to figure out the mechanics because the you have a torch level and the 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 more and more the torch goes down, the harder the enemies hit you and the harder like they the more things that they do to you. So you got to keep your torch level up. And I found that it is imperative to have two healers in the party so that you can keep just healing and healing and healing. Or you've got to have three characters that just do um, like blight or bleeding damage to things. But it's a fun game. It's actually so fun that I not only bought it for I not only bought it for PC, I also bought it for PlayStation 4 and Vita so that I can play it on the go. But that is my state of games. Pretty lame. But speaking of games, tonight's topic is about collector's editions. Pass. All right. I have a whole Amazon list dedicated to uh, special slash collector's editions. Okay, well, let's start off real super easy. Let's start off in the past with some... Oh, let's go way back. With some limited editions, some collector's editions that have come out. Let's just go on about some of the some of the ones that we feel kind of near and dear to our heart, or maybe it's the one that got away. I'll start off real easy for you. The Halo edition, I, forgot, I think it was Halo 3, where you actually got Master Chief's helmet. I got that. I never did. I got that, yeah. And I never did, and I always wanted it. You know, I will tell you one thing, though. Um, the GameStop reps were, oh, fuck, dude, he's got one. So the GameStop reps, the reps, the GameStop reps uh, that was selling those games were so, like, I don't know what they were doing, but whichever store had the closest to number one uh, got something special. So when we actually bought the game, you know the whole thing where if you buy a game from that store and you open it, you can't return the game. You can trade it in, but they won't let you return it. So they were just ripping open all of the packaging to get to the helmet to see what the number is. And the number is printed on the the underside of the the helmet. So they would rip open, they like without even consenting, they ripped open my package. And I was like, what if that was a gift for somebody? I mean, it was a gift for myself, but like still like what if I wanted to keep that? So they were just like, oh, yeah, oh, you got this number. It's too far away from number one. They just throw it back in the box and then threw the box at me. And they're like, all right, you paid. Get out. I would have been like, you son of a bitch. You give me a sealed one and you take this piece of shit back and that'd be that. And we'll say that that was some of like the sketchiest, like, uh, what was it, Babbage's in, in the mall there. Um, I would buy a brand new game and he would go into the drawer and pull out like this sleeve that had just the the CD just sticking it and he would open up a, a jewel case and throw it in the jewel case and say, here you go. And I'm like, this is a used copy, dude. Like there are scratches all over the bottom of this disc. Like I'm not paying for this. He's like, oh, it's the new copy. I swear. And I'm like, uh-huh. And look at, look at shadow. He's trying to find the number. <laughs> yeah. He still can't find the number. <laughs> I will say the one thing I didn't like about that was, uh, because I originally thought much like everyone else's, uh, opinion that Halo was going to be a trilogy. So there were going to be three games in the series. And we all thought that the helmet would have been made large enough, or at least the base would have been made large enough to fit all three games in it. So Halo 1, 2, and 3 would have fit inside the case. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Ha! I see so what you, you did to, there. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, I thought it was a cool deal. It didn't cost, I think it was, what was it, 150 Brand new? 100 No, it was a little more than 100 I'm fairly certain it was a little more than 100 as he almost loses it on his keyboard smash. Hey, it's... Okay, so this was going to be my main thing, but I guess I'll go ahead and talk about it. 
So I pre-ordered this right after I dropped out of college, moved back with my parents. And, Don't blame uh, Halo for dropping out. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. Not at all. Uh, but they, like, I pre-ordered it, and then I actually got my date for basic training, so it would come out in the middle of basic training. My poor mother, bless her heart, went down and picked it up for me. Nice. nice. Yeah. I, I did. I did the midnight release in, uh, in Saratoga Springs at the GameStop there. And there was a huge line. This is back in the day before DLC. <laughs> so there was a huge line to get this game. And I honestly think that, yeah, this is one of the the better. Uh, I think the, the quality of the helmet is there. It's sad that you can't wear it, but I kind of get why they did that that way as well. But I mean, like when we talk about like pre-orders and special on a spe- special like editions, like the OG of the uh, original it was a pre-order bonus. Like you, you guys remember like when Zelda came out, I'm going to date myself when Zelda came out uh, on the 64 Ocarina of time. Yeah. You put $5 down to, to reserve the game and you got a gold cartridge or you got some extras, you know, just as like a thank you for pre-ordering the game. Or if you, you know, uh, if you pre-ordered Duke Nukem, you got to put your money into savings account for 11 years and it's just free. So, uh, I think that's I where it. kind of everything kind of, Oh, you did. Oh, what's the number? Uh, 660 that's not bad considering there was like 10,000 of those made yeah it's, it says it's the HT dash I think I don't know yeah the there was a there was a limited amount of those made but the 600 is actually not bad that's fairly close uh, mine wasn't mine wasn't I think was in the thousands so one of the things that I really like the collector's editions kind of took away from was exactly what you were just talking about, Shinzu, where you would pre-order something, and just because you went in there and pre-ordered, they gave you some swag. Like, like you get a, a poster or, you know, sometimes it's a, a little doll or something like that, but you always got some little swag for it. And you never felt penalized for not doing it. Like, this day and age, uh, when you don't pre-order a game or you don't buy a game, you're missing things like you're missing certain like DLC components or ever the various things like that that ultimately should just be in the game naturally. Well, like uh, we're playing Dead Space three and you had to pay for multiplayer originally. That was an add on for the game and like that was the entire focus of that game. Well, that that and but if you think about that, that was explicitly because Xbox was charging for online multiplayer, PlayStation wasn't, and EA was trying to get in on that expecting that Xbox Live wasn't going to take off like it was, and they were trying to get in on that market so that they could get their share of the market. Because, you know, EA, they got to get their money. Um, oh, shit, I just brain fart. I had something. It was about those pre-orders. I will, I will say that the, the pre-orders I didn't like were the ones where all your code got printed on the receipt, and if you lost the receipt, you were boned. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. Oh, like, uh, like, f- sorry, Friday the 13th. That was what I was thinking of. So, on Friday the 13th, if you joined in on the Kickstarter, you actually got the Savanti Jason. And the Savanti Jason looks awesome. It's like he's from hell. It's, it's like he's got fire and brimstone coming out of him. I mean, he's just quite possibly the best-looking Jason in the game. But the only way you got him is if you backed them on Kickstarter, which, unfortunately... I didn't find out about them until the game was like ready to be released and it was already at a Kickstarter. So I didn't even get an opportunity to get that. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And now, even with the game like 
going no more content being created for it they're not unlocking the savani jason for everybody that's still being a so from what i understand it's still being a, a kickstarter exclusive i mean i could get that i mean that's just a skin though it doesn't it's nothing really imperative and it was a thank you to the kickstarter no 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 it's, it's a jason and he's more powerful than the rest of the jasons like his perks are way better that's boning <laughs> he was he was aged in a bourbon barrel apparently yeah, and he came out with that strap on, and that strap on had a pull start. So, uh, I will, another um, special edition that I thought was actually worth it was the Skyrim special edition. Oh, with the dragon? Yeah, they came with Alduin. He's around here somewhere. I don't know where yeah. he is. He flies around my apartment every once in a while. That's another one that I missed out on that I wanted to grab. Oh, man, he is so nice. The only thing I don't like about that one is that, like, the box, if you want to keep the box, it's it's huge. The box is enormous. And it's so bulky. And if you take the dragon out of the box, every time you go to put it back in the box, you're like, where, how did they, what is this magic? Because it's so weird how you have to fit it in. There's like three different plastic pieces that kind of fit onto it to form a box of a protective styrofoam. You're like, okay, I think I got it. And you go to put it back in the box and realize it's too big to slide down. So you spend another 15 minutes trying to put it back in the box. Sounds like my sex life, about 15 minutes. Actually, that's that's more like 14 and a half. That's like 14 and a half minutes of cuddle time, really. <laughs> but I think overall, um, the sad part is that uh, we're moving further and further away. And I think the, the worst part is when you see these uh, these special editions for $200 that you buy online, digital content-wise, like Black Ops, you know, Black Ops 4 has like the super duper $200 level that you don't get anything physical. It's all digital. Yeah. But like what digital content is worth $200. And why are they locking everybody else out of it? Right. And like, and honest to God, like if I was to spend $200 on a special edition something, it better contain a sex doll. Oh, yeah. It, it better. Absolutely. It, it better have like a, a rhinestone butt plug or something that I'm getting because I'm getting raped somehow. I might as well have something physical to shove up there. And, and also, it better have an area for that controller to rumble because that thing better fucking vibrate. God, yeah. <laughs> So I think uh, special editions overall are kind of going the complete opposite direction of what they were ultimately meant for. Like they were always meant for people who were like hardcore gamers, but now they are literally just pooping these things out left and right. Like, oh, if we include, uh, what can we include? They'll just look around the office, find something on the floor and be like, all right, uh, these pencil shavings. These are now diamond black ultras. If you have these pencil shavings, you are a true Call of Duty fan. You are a true this particular gaming series fan and if you don't pay that money then you're not really hardcore well it's just it's because i think because pre-ordering has has shifted from being the novelty to the norm so now they're like well now we got to people out of it and that's the thing that's so annoying is when you pre-order a game or you don't pre-order a game and you miss out on some little thing like in friday the 13th and then you're just sitting mass there going, effect three yeah, and then just sitting there going, well, Jesus Christ, now, now I didn't get something and everybody else has it. Now I feel like I'm behind the curve. For a completionist like me, it's a pain in the dick. I'll say that too, because the other thing too that a lot of games are measuring themselves on, like usually back in the day when you published a game, there was like that period of time where you made a game and you put a game out and you guys were sitting there going like, oh God, I hope, I really, really hope that this game takes off. So we actually start getting paid. And pre-orders was a kind of a way of companies to collect money to basically have a padding in case something happened that could recover. Pre-orders now are all about getting people to buy the game in full price so companies can actually have 
that money back now, even before the game has released to put towards other projects. So keep in mind, pre-order money doesn't go to the developer. Pre-order money goes to the retailer. The retailer then tells the developer, this is how many we have pre-ordered. And that tells the developer how much money they're going to get in. So then they can mitigate their risk on how many they're going to make. Right. So I'm sorry, they, I, I worded it poorly, but yes, you're correct. So unfortunately, they're using it as a way to measure their dicks. Yeah. Instead of actually doing something. And they have these, like, I, I still really can't get over the fact that like Black Ops has a $200 digital copy. Like there is like, I, there's nothing that could make me pay $200 for a digital copy Unless, like, it was agreement that Amy Lee would come to my house and sing me a song in person. Like, that would be the only reason naked. I would ever do that. Naked, yes, absolutely naked. And twerking at the same time, just because. But oh man, it's now, now not I got, now worth the picture of Amy Lee naked for, twerking. For an extra 50, she'll give you a hand job. Christ, I'll throw down a fin on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, just as long as it's not a blowjob, I really don't want to hurt her voice. Because her voice, to me, is really, really good. I just wish she would come up with new crap. All right, first off... Let's let's be really honest here. It's not long enough to hurt her voice, and it's not coming out with that much velocity that's going to hurt her voice. So, come on. Come on. Let's be realistic okay, hey, here. I got the pre-order bonus. It's definitely a plus five to ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> but but you have to roll for initiative. Uh, you have to do a crit check. And you're at God help if I roll a 20. Yeah, God help if I roll a natural 20, because that chick's head's coming off. So, actually, I think what we should do, really, is... Go around the room real quick and just mention the last special edition game that we purchased, no matter how long ago it was. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Now you're now you're now you're gonna stump the host on that one. Actually, I know exactly which one it is, but go ahead. So actually, let's go ahead and start with the host. All right. So mine was actually a question I was gonna come up with. It's actually uh, a game that came out that the game itself I was looking so forward to, but they did such a horrid job on the game. That it flopped. I mean, it didn't just belly flop. It like it like grabbed its balls. It stretched them out so they were like a bat wing and just landed right on them. Just full on landed right on them. Uh, it was Colonial Marines. So the game sucked. And don't judge me on the game. I was really looking forward. I'm a huge Aliens fan. So anything Aliens related, I'm I'm jumping in like friggin' head first. Like uh. Like a like the fifty foot woman. I got a wetsuit and a flashlight. I'm jumping straight in. The thing came in a box. In the box had all the cool swag that I was used to getting way back in the day, just for pre ordering. It came with some patches, which were really cool. Came with some USMC patches. Um, it came with a bunch of dossiers, uh, a bunch of information about you know the 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 mission and all this other shit. But the coolest thing that it came with. And I still have it here. It's uh, a statue of one of the Colonial Marines in a power loader fighting off an alien. Like, an alien's coming at him, and he's got the power loader, and he's in the power loader fighting the thing off. And it's actually a really bitchin' statue. And, and to be honest, it's a very well-done statue, too. Um, nicely detailed. It's not, you know, it's probably not like the Skyrim Dragon, but it's it's nicely detailed, it it's got a nice ambiance to it. If you've got a if you've got anything where you've got like a little shrine set up for aliens, it fits in very very well. What about you, Shinzu? What's yours? So the last special edition that I actually purchased um, and was totally into uh, was actually Gears My of War Three. My Little Pony. 
It was My Little Pony 3. Uh, Gears of War 3. I loved the Gears of War series. Um, 2 being my least favorite, but 3 being my absolute favorite. I got the version that came with pretty much everything uh, you can get, actually. I got my Marcus Phoenix sitting right over here. Comes with a Marcus Phoenix statue. Nice. What about you, Zyber? What's the last uh, collectible you got, or collector's edition? Um, last collector's edition that I got, um, it was Dishonored 2. Stretching, not my friend. Uh, it came with the mask. That was pretty boss, as well as the house ring and some DLC. Um, yeah, it, it was, it's decent. It's a good size, uh, replica of the mask and uh yeah all around fair for the price that i paid for it and it wasn't ungodly expensive like some of these uh collector's editions out there wanting like 500 bucks for basically nothing (laughs) you know actually I, i do take it back um the last the last special edition i ordered uh was not gears of war 3 it was actually destiny and i regret everything what the hell came with this? Oh, the ghost? Oh, God. The ghost, yeah. So, I will say, though, when I uh, when the game came out, I did not... I, po- I bought the original version, and then about a week or two after Destiny released, the store I was at, the store I was working for, didn't sell a single of the Legendary Edition one, and the reports came in about actually how bad Destiny was. Uh, they actually have the cost of the game from its original price to it was $10 more than the actual game. So it was $70 instead of 60. So I ended up trading my game in for 50 and paid an extra $20 and got all the D de- you know, I got the season's pass, the ghost and everything along with it. So I figured the season pass alone was 10 bucks. So I did not enjoy it. No. What about you shadow? You're uh, you're pretty silent over there again tonight. Uh, it's cause you guys were talking. Uh, the most recent one was actually Grand Theft Auto 4. And not because I was out looking for it. It was because when I went to the, the base uh, exchange, they were sold out of just the games. But they had a crap ton of the collector's edition. Yeah. I just realized that I'm completely wrong. It wasn't Colonial Marines that I got. It was Fallout 4. I got the power armor or the power, uh, the Pip-Boy version. Pip-Boy. I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> I actually love that little thing. Yeah, that was a great version of uh, of the game, man. All right, now, speaking of Fallout <laughs> and, and bad versions. No, we're not We're not talking about Fallout 76. No, I think it's atrocious. We got to. But oh, oh yeah, we do, we do. The collector's right. yeah, edition, I mean, the debacle right. with that. Now, hold on, hold on. But before you go on, Shadow, you know what I'm talking about? I want my canvas bag, actually. <laughs> I don't even play Fallout, and I know about this one. I'm not really going to go into I'm going to let you go into the details, but I do want to say how disappointed I am in a company that I have relied on for years to bring out quality games and content. Like, they went from having a really amazing legendary edition like Skyrim. Uh, even their Oblivion edition uh, contained a lot of cool things. Not necessarily like, you know, no statues or anything like that, but a lot of cool detail. The artwork book was actually pretty nice and in-depth, but they have just been over like the last several game releases elder scrolls online fault 76 they're just a plain fault 76 is atrocious uh then their special edition which was just an incredible debacle like they could have headed that off in a million different ways and they basically just said nah let people suck on it whatever 
they aged themselves in a bourbon barrel and came out raping. So funny thing. Well, two funny things. One, I learned that Oblivion actually had a story and it wasn't just randomly running, running around and closing Oblivion gates. Uh, I learned that last week. That there was actually a story there, and Patrick's You're and welcome, Patrick Stewart was in the damn game. I, I didn't even dude. That's that. the entire reason I honestly bought that game when it came out was because Patrick Stewart was doing the voiceover work, and then I found out he dies like five minutes in. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I honestly didn't even remember that Patrick Stewart was in the damn game because he dies five minutes into the fucking game. So I didn't realize it. So like, I, I must have blocked it from my memory. Um, no, so the the Fallout seventy six thing. If you haven't heard, this is pretty old news by now. So they had a collector's edition, and the collector's edition originally was supposed to have a power armor, uh, a T T eighty six or T ninety or whatever power armor helmet in it, and it, that was going to be shoved inside of a canvas bag. And it was actually a really nice looking canvas bag. It was going to be shoved inside this canvas bag with some other swag that went along with it. But the big hubbub about it was. When people got their pre-ordered, when they got their edition, their power armor edition, the canvas bag was swapped out for a nylon bag. And not like a really good nylon bag either. Like the shitty nylon bag that you get from the Red Cross after you give two pints. Like that type of nylon bag. And to add insult to injury too, it wasn't like you went out and you spent like $100 on a power armor and you could get something. It was like, oh, we can get a bunch of stuff. Like the canvas bag was the main attraction this time around. And how much was it? Oh God, it was like, what, like 150, 170 bucks or something? It was some stupid amount of money because I looked at it and I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to get that. And then I looked at the price and I said, oh, I'm totally not going to get that. I'm actually going to look up the price that I thought it was closer to 200. You do it. But one one fun fact about it is actually after that whole big thing blew up, you actually found out that some people, some select people actually got that canvas back. And then after they did the whole bah, I think Bethesda backtracked and were like, "Oh, we got to start sending canvas bags out." Yeah, it was uh, $200 when it was released. $200 when it was released. I remember seeing that and I was like, no. So it does also come with a helmet. Um, and I do remember uh, reading the reviews. The helmet is less... Uh, people were complaining about how the materials that were used. Like, I know I was saying the, the, nan- the, the canvas bag turning into a nylon bag is, is really bad. But like people expected like the, the helmet to be like the sturdy construction. It didn't quite feel uh, like that's very thin plastic, very cheesy plastic. But um, I honestly think the only reason why Bethesda uh, ended up releasing the canvas bags was because someone kind of pulled them aside and said, look, man, every poster you've advertised from day one said canvas and you're sending out nylon bags. That's false advertisement. Someone is going to sue you and they're going to win. There's not going to be anything you can really do about that because you're blatantly misleading them. And you couldn't make you didn't make any attempt to say, hey, we don't have any more. And then they offered what five hundred atoms for in-game currency as a apology, which it made, which amounts to four ninety nine in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it was a, it's a horrible thing to see where they're they're dragging this thing down. But the cool part is, uh, Obsidian, Obsidian Isle, Black Obsidian. What's what's the one that made New Vegas? Fuck, my brain's melting. This beer's good. What ABV is it? Obsidian Entertainment. Thank you, Obsidian. I still power of Google. Oh, it's no, it's nine point two percent. That's good to be one. Nice. Um, so Obsidian's coming out with a new game. The ones who made uh, New Vegas, they're coming out with a new game that's a sci-fi game. So it's going to be kind of like a cross between, I guess, Fallout and 
sci-fi. I don't know. I I haven't read it. I, I I read it earlier today, and I didn't read the whole article. And now that I've been drinking, I'm I'm only thinking of Amy Lee twerking naked in front of me. So I'm. <laughs> I googled that Amy Lee thing, and there there's she's no, going under. There's there's no twerking gif or video. No, Amy Lee doesn't twerk. She's too classy for that crap. You don't know that. Everybody twerks. I do know that. I've met Amy Lee. Not everybody twerks. Yeah, but you you met the like the the hey, I I'm being like I'm being all professional Amy Lee. I think I don't care, man. <laughs> all I need to do is meet her. Uh, M E A T. So, uh, Amy Lee, you guys were at, well, you guys were at the concert, weren't you? Yeah, I know, I was there. Sh- yeah, you Shadow, were there. so why what, is your TV telling you that you're supposed to watch TV right now? Google just turned on my TV and started playing YouTube videos. Apparently, I've upset it somehow. Hey Google, play gay nasty porn. <laughs> so no uh I, that, that was actually a cool story we went to uh we did we did in fact i don't know if you guys met amy lee or not but i went backstage uh because that was the same concert with chevelle and finger 11 yes uh i was there with you yes you were uh and amy lee came uh came through we got to meet amy lee uh we also got to play uh chevelle in halo 2 as part of the contest they ran, if you if you if you won the contest, you got to fight uh, Chevelle. Oh, I wasn't it was a there. great great band. No, you weren't grand. I turned them into dust. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was so. It was at one point in time we were just playing for fun. At one point in time they decided to play teams, but as a band they just teamed up against me, and it was me versus them. And I got like triple kills like left and right on these guys. I was no scoping them with headshots and everything. It was awesome. And they asked me if I put a wager, and I really regret not putting in some sort of silly wager saying they have to sing My Little Teacup on stage. No, dude, you should have been like, yeah, way. man, if I win, I get that guitar. Oh, God, now that I think of it, they probably wouldn't have gone for that, but, I mean, I could have said, like, yeah, if I beat you guys one versus three, I want that guitar signed by all of you guys. They may have actually gone dude, for it. Dude, they probably would have. If you if you whipped them like you, just, like you just said, they probably would have been like, dude, oh fuck God, it, yeah, man, bad. that guitar is yours. Honestly, not thinking back. I wonder if they ever like sit down and play Halo. They'd be like, "Man, you remember that time we lost to that kid? <laughs> you remember that snot-nosed punk who came in here and schooled us? Yeah, he like schooled us. He didn't. He didn't brag about it. Like the school, the, like this college newspaper came up to me like, "Did you do any wages to brag?" I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go listen to their music now. All right. Have fun, nerds." Uh, to to go back to topic, um, what's a collector edition you're looking for forward to? I have none right now. I'm so disappointed by all of the collector's editions at the moment that it's really hard to be impressed by them anymore because they're all like, here, have a piece of plastic followed by a bunch of little tiny things followed by things that you may never actually get. Well, My pre-order bonus is half empty. What about you there, uh, Shadow? Anything you're looking forward to? No. No, I just, I've never been a fan of collector's editions. Like the only one I've ever actually ever pre-ordered and purchased with the intent to do so was Halo 3. It's just not something I care about that much. Lame. I know. Oh, you know what I See, might so- actually consider doing? Res- if Resident Evil 2 does a pre-order bonus, I might consider it for the remake. I might. Ah, uh, you know, that's a I might consider that's it. A I'm gonna actually going to look at that right now. That's a really good point. If, ooh. Keep your eyes peeled. There might be a link in your future. Because actually, oh, oh my God. No, they already do. Resident Evil Premier Edition. Uh, oh, that's a deck building game. Never mind. That's not what I want at all. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want zombie cards. I want video games. Who plays cards anymore? We all used to play magic cards. We were all huge dorks. We don't play them I anymore. I still play a game well, called Gloom, which is real fun. 
Gloom is fun. I do like Gloom. Making people miserable is pretty awesome. Dude, I can't believe that anybody else knows like Gloom. Nobody ever knows Gloom. Dude, it's amazing. I love that game. I don't own it, but the cards, uh, I like the translucent. Like, they actually have cards that are translucent. You can yeah, see yeah, through that's them what I have. and whatnot. And the entire point is to make their life as miserable as possible. And I'm like, you know what? My life is miserable. I can make someone else's life miserable. This is amazing. Yeah, to answer that question, Zyber, there, I have not been looking at collector's editions for the single reason that I've got to go get, and, and I'm, I'm blasting this out there so everybody gets to make fun of me now. I've got to go get braces, which is going to cost a shit ton of money. And I've got a 1957 Gibson guitar being restored by Gibson, which is going to cost the rest of my money. I'm basically eating ramen for the next, I don't know, decade. So I have not been looking at collector's edition. Fair enough. That's a beautiful guitar. Dude, I can't, like, I'm, I'm nervous about Gibson coming back and saying it's done and it probably won't be done for the next two years, which gives me plenty of time to pay off how much it's going to cost. But when it's all said and done, I'm going to have a Gibson, uh, Gibson Les Paul. I just fucking mix. I just mixed up Gibson and Les Paul and I just fucked up the letters on those and just somehow spit them out. Like, fuck. <laughs> well, for myself, uh, there's two that I'm looking forward to. Uh, the first one is the Devil May Cry 5 Collector's Edition. It comes with the um, uh, RV hotel um, thing and some other swag and some uh, download content stuff. Also, I'm looking forward to um, the Rage 2 Collector's Edition. It just it has a cool little... Oh, the 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 um, vagina face guy. Face. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! Ninja Gaiden 3's collector's edition looks pretty hot. So that's the uh, that's the collector's edition for um, Resident Evil 2, the remake. Oh, I gotta look at this. Oh, a Leon statue. Yeah, it's a Leon statue. I mean, it's not that the worst thing. Leon I, is one I of I my like, favorite characters. Is that characters. like a poster, like a Resident Evil? What what the hell is that? So to the are you talking about the top left? That is a. City Police Department renovation plan. Yeah. That's kind of cool. If that's actually detailed enough, we could use the Raccoon City Police Department as a, uh, you're all going to rot in prison. That's actually not a bad idea. How much, let's see how much at, uh, let me see how much it is here. So you buy it now at GameStop. $200. Eat my ass. And fuck GameStop. Yeah, I'm not buying it for GameStop. It's not even available. It's, it's uh, sold out right hey, now. Hey, so uh, right now, Fallout 76 is only $40. What the hell? There is... Okay, hang on. There's a Darksiders 3. Yes. Special edition for $400? Yep. What? For the uh, uh, Xbox One, the Apocalypse edition. Nope. Does it contain a fucking machine? What does it nope, do to nope, you? Nope. You want something even fucking worse? Hold on. What the hell is wrong with us? Go to that link right there. To, oh, I don't. I don't want to. A Witcher, the Witcher Wild Hunt. I mean, that's that's a massive game, though. Oh my effing god! Yep. Take a look at that. Is that the six hundred dollar one? That is. That is not. That no no. That is not. Is that the six hundred dollar one? That's the eight hundred dollar one. Oh shit! That's not the cost of a game. Oh, that's a fucking shit. college tuition right there. Jesus Christ! 
Dude, that is literally just Geralt banging some horse thing over there. That is all it is, that statue. I mean, granted, it's very detailed. You can see the pecker and the ball hair and everything, but still, $800 is not worth that. It's pronounced Gwent. <laughs> Gant? You mean Gant? We're going to play Gant? Wait, what's, pro- what's pronounced Gant? Old, old fucking joke, man. Old joke. Listen to the old, oh, okay. listen to the other episodes. You'll get it. I'm not listening to your lame-ass episodes. Get out of here. <laughs> You're on the lame-ass episodes. It's new. This is the this is the new hotness. It's not going to be the old hotness until it becomes posted. Oh, actually, now this actually looks pretty good. I might actually get this just for the hell of it, even though it's only even though it's a PS3. It's uh, it's Dead Island Riptides Collector's Edition. It comes with a little Hawaiian girl, like like bobble thing. It actually looks pretty cool. You know, uh, I you remember back when um, when we were younglings and uh, Resident Evil was coming out uh, for the second Resident Evil. They had the Biohazard Edition in Japan, which actually came with like a Biohazard uh, safe, like a plastic Biohazard container with a bunch of cool stuff in it, like fake blood and all these other things, and like a passes to like get in things. Like, why can't they do some of the things like that? Like, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it's because, dude, man, pre-ordering has just become the norm now instead of it actually being like, you know, actually something cool. All right, I'm going to go through a couple of lists of special editions that I've actually just Googled just because. Um, do you guys remember, and I actually, I remember this one. Do you guys remember the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Prestige Edition, which came out and had night vision goggles on it? No, I do not. You know, they weren't they weren't real night vision goggles. They just had like a flashlight you could look through. Shocker. But it was $217 for this game, and that's all that it came with. It came with like this fake like plastic face you could mount your thing on. The other one uh, was the uh, Resident Evil, the fifth uh, anniversary special edition package. It didn't actually um, really have anything too amazing in it, and that was $230. Oh, fuck me. I might get this just for the hell of it. This actually looks boss. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm copying and pasting. Check that thing out. Like, that's actually fucking functional. No, it is It is functional. Um, it's functional, and for $70, too, that's actually not bad. Like, that was a special edition, yeah. One of my techs actually used it as their daily driver for a backpack. I fucking like... Well, I don't know if that'll replace that East Pack I have, since... Shit, Shadow, that East Pack might be as old as you are. Fuck you! Actually, I know that East Pack is as old as uh, Shinzu. Are you sure? Oh, I'm absolutely positive. Okay, so here... How old is it? Uh, Jesus Christ, it's almost it's almost 30 years old. I'm over 30. No, you're not. Don't fucking lie to people. Yeah, I'm 34. Don't lie to people. I'm 34. Don't fucking lie to people. I did remember there was a, a Resident Evil 6 Collector's Edition... But it actually, I don't think it ever came out. <laughs> so I don't know if this this doesn't count as a collector's edition, but this was a fucking cool thing to come out with a game. And I know it was a whole lot of money, but remember Steel Battalion and that damn controller? Oh, yes. dude, my brother still has that. Dude, don't ever let him get rid of that. Or if he does, I will get it from him. And my brother, uh, D has been trying to, Adam gave it to me. My brother gave it to me. He's like, here, have it. I don't want it anymore. I'm like, you want me to give you money for it? It's worth like quite a bit of money. He's like, no. It's like, if you want to sell, just keep the cash, whatever the case is. I'm like, I'm not going to sell it, dude. That thing is, I think it's bossly. He still has the game for it. And apparently the bu- the button colors, like they had like the original one that had one color variation of buttons. And then they came out with a second series. He has the first series of the of the thing. But that game 
was so unforgiving. If you didn't hit that eject button, you lost everything. And the game would be like, saving, you died. Yeah, be like, start over. Fuck you. <laughs> you are the weakest thing. Goodbye. I just, I, I don't think it's, um, oh my God. It used, it's going, the controller's going for $600 on eBay. Are you kidding me? I wish you hadn't looked that up. I was going to offer you 50 bucks for it. <laughs> This is new. This is new in box, though. Like this is brand new. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like I didn't even realize the game was like that. Po- oh, it's probably because the game wasn't that popular. The game was always so expensive. The all these video game nerds collecting these things, being like, yeah, it'll be worth money someday. Yeah, this one, this one, this one looks like total ass, and it's selling for like four hundred dollars. This one's in really bad condition, selling for one hundred fifty dollars. Uh huh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they have. Uh, they have the boxes, though, though. I, my brother does not have the boxes. This one's $300 and has the foot pedals. Most of these don't have the foot pedals. Now I'm going to have to go home and rescue that thing just so, like, D doesn't mess it up. Yeah, you will. Because the minute he sees that it's worth as much money, he suddenly go like, I think it was mine. Yeah, I, I bought this. No, you no, you didn't. You, you, no, you never I would, bought that. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I went, uh, I went home, and he showed up, and he started rooting through uh, the closet that we had, like, all the things I don't have room for. And he found that bag of, like, old games I had. So I he's like, I think these are mine. I'm like, no, dude, those are mine. He's like, no, no, I think these are mine. I was like, no, no, you didn't own a Nintendo 64. And that's what, like, all my Nintendo 64 games, those aren't yours. Those are mine. He's like, are you sure there's some NES games in here? I'm like, yeah, those are mine, too. Put those down. <laughs> well, on that note, Shadow, where can people find you at, man? Uh, sleeping still. And wait, wait, wait! Don't we have questions? Oh, fuck. we do have questions. Oh, god damn it! You skipped the questions once again. Jesus okay. Christ! I guess I should. I'm not doing it again. So now I you get to I drink again, drink, shouldn't I? Drink, drink, drink! I'll drink with you. Cheers. Oh, fuck. All right. You know, it was just easier if we just like made a whole episode of just two people talking, answering questions, because it was just funnier. <laughs> Okay, so Blue Shark asks, you're able to go back in time and stop one thing. So of the following two, do you or could you kill baby Hitler, stop the Star Wars prequels? Stop the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, stop Star Wars prequels, hands down. I imagine that everyone that has ever mastered time travel has gone and has stopped Hitler and then realized something horrible else has happened. Um, so they just kind of gave up Honestly, right there. Hitler um, wasn't that bad. Stop the Star Wars prequels. They were really bad. I, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Hitler one, the baby Hitler, and how I do it is I get baby Hitler insanely drunk. I mean, insanely drunk. You know, here's where we discovered that in the future, Zebra goes back and gets him insanely drunk, and he wanders into a Jewish bakery, and something happens there that makes him turn and hate the Jews, and then we're going to be in all lot of trouble again. Just make sure you finish the job, Zyber. No, no, Zyber. He's an infant. Zyber will go Come there. All now. of a sudden, he'll get him insanely drunk. Hitler will grow up and all of a sudden hate all alcoholics, so the Irish are just wiped out. No. <laughs> I need my Baileys, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, Next question. question. Next question. Move What's on. What's the worst thing you've gotten in the last two months? I mean. I mean, we're talking like what? Are we talking AIDS or, AIDS or something? Like, yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that he just means like purchase-wise. Like it's kind of a, I, in general, it's, 
I mean, I got sick, so I guess that would have to be it. Like, I was almost vomiting, and, like, I couldn't leave the bathroom, so that was pretty bad. I, I've got a hemorrhoid that I've named Phil. Does that count? I don't know. These questions are really vague, and they're, they're really specific or very vague. Holy shit. Stop the fucking press. I found the coolest Uh-oh. goddamn special edition ever. Oh, you know what? That reminds me, before you bring that up, did you see that they were selling a uh, limited edition Leon Kennedy, like his his leather jacket, and it was like 10 grand? Wait a minute. What was that? You cut out a little. Oh, uh, the uh, Leon Kennedy. They were releasing his like Resident Evil 4 jacket for sale, limited edition, and they're $10,000 a piece. Damn. Take a look at that fucking statue. You post something? I... Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, in the yeah. wrong damn spot. Oh no! He sent it to his parents. Hold on, Let, let's get it out of there. No, that's uh, this is why we drink. This is why we drink, people. There we go. How about that? There we go. Okay. Oh, dude, the Bioshock. Yeah. Fucking a right. Look at that thing. I'd like to. I'd you like know, to hop uh, on that thing's back. Take it out for a rip. Yeah. No. I, one thing I was always kind of worried. Uh, not worried. I don't think I was wondered about with Bioshock how they come. They didn't do any like any statues prior to that one. Well, I think they fucking hit the nail on the head with that one. Oh, they did absolutely. I, I like. I love. I thought Bioshock they did series. one that they uh, released the Big Daddy with. Well, they released some toys. I think it was a small statue. Yeah, they released some toys. I don't know if it was like a like a statue, but I mean, like they could have done like the um, like the syringe things, like the fake syringe things. Well, they sold those as toys later on. Yeah, but initially it would be cool if they actually had one that came with some sort of like injection that could be like, oh, DLC. Uh, How about you, Shadow? What's the worst thing that you've gotten in the last two months? Uh, more work, endless work. Yeah, uh, come on, everybody says work. Fucking don't lame out. Like a thousand new works, dude. Fix your cam; it keeps blurring you out every oh, time you oh, move oh, around. Oh, this is a known issue, and I'm not starting Skype just to uncheck autofocus. So you live with that. So you live with it. So the worst thing he has just, is I'm a shitty camera that autofocuses. Hey, it was a gift from Zyber. And it's not a shitty camera. I have the same thing going for myself, and I don't have that issue. Yeah, I was going to say, so what, what the fuck? How come he's got the same shit. camera? How, I right. think it's <laughs> shitty because Shadow's operating it, but I realize it's not the camera. It's the fucking operator. <laughs> I must say, it looks like you have been smoking like four bushels of weed. It is so, it looks so foggy and greasy right now. I know it's hot. Isn't clean it? that crap off. You just jelly that I don't have the old camera set up. Oh, that was fucking glorious. I don't even know what that but old that camera is. But that eats your sensor time, man. Oh, I know. That's why I don't do it anymore. Moving on. What about you, Zyber? What was the worst thing you got? Uh, Chlamydia from Shadow? Mm, no, it wasn't. You weren't close enough to Shadow. Alright, um... The worst thing I've gotten in the last two months was a supposed authentic uh, Pokemon game and it was fake as fuck. Fake as fuck. You heard it here, gentlemen. Dokemon! Gotta duke them all! You have to check out the thing I just posted there, Shadow. Because I think that's right up your alley. Oh, I did check the thing. I don't have money. You need to get the monies so that you can get the things. I just spent 700 bucks today. What the fuck sounds like a small, like, onboard motor? That would be the wee baby Kitla. The wee baby, yes, yes. Oh, God. Anyway. So. The internet is for porn. Next question. 
At what time is a game that's pissing you off do you step away? At what time in a game that's pissing you off do you step away? Two o'clock. Always two o'clock. Right before I chuck the controller at the TV. Okay. What about you, Zyber? It's your question. Um, When my hard one... Uh, do you make this one sober? If I can fucking talk anymore. When my hard on diminishes? Uh, that's an acceptable answer. I would say that it is somewhere between the shattering sound of plastic and the sound of running blood or flowing blood. I'm not a quitter. I don't give up. I just fight through the pain. Yeah, I usually, I, I gotta I gotta stop when there's actually bloodshed. If Leonardo DiCaprio can finish a scene requiring seven stitches, I think he can finish the game. Oh, Django Unchained where he broke the glass? Yeah, that was a great that scene. That actually was a great the scene. The girl's face, the girl actually knew what it was when he like rubbed the face, his, his like hand all over her face, and she the reaction that she screamed was real. Like she was freaked the hell out. Yeah, that's uh, that was definitely some pretty cool shit. And he didn't win an Oscar for it. He had to eat a dead animal to do it. All right, so the next question. The year is nearly nearly up. Is there still a game from the remainder of the year you can't wait to see drop, or at least excited for? I honestly don't think there's any games coming up before, any large-name games coming up before the end of the year, right? Well, what about you, Zyber? Since it's your question, let's start off with you. I have nothing. Well, this is a I bullshit have absolutely nothing. Question. I was just curious for you guys. Wow, that's uh, that's really fucking lame, dude. Like, I got, I got squat. The only thing that could have been worse if you asked that on December thirty first. Huh? One Smash Brothers Welcome coming out to the GNA. It's, did, it, it's already oh, it's out. Already out. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, it's already out. Yeah, it's it dropped. came out. Well, fuck that then. Um, I need to buy. I need to buy a Switch in order to play it, but I'm not going to do it until the uh, 2019 versions drop. Well, hey, positive. The people on the Switch are going to be able to play Firewatch. That's a really fun game. Yeah, I don't think there's anything coming out like like the rest of this month. I'm kind of... Okay, so like games that are coming out early next year that I'm excited for. Kingdom Hearts 4 or 3. Fuck. Uh, are you, are you uh, getting ahead of yourself there? I am. I am. I've actually jumped into the future uh, because we were talking about killing baby Hitler, so I actually jumped into the future to... Uh, to just disappoint everybody with Kingdom Hearts 4. Leave Baby Kitla out of this. Uh, Anthem, I was excited about. And then I played the alpha. Well, I'll, air quote, alpha. Uh, 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 uh. Um, I uh, put, yourself, put yourself on mute because I honestly, I honestly want to hear this. Cause I'm really excited for Anthem. Oh, God. Uh, Is it greater or less than Destiny? So let me put it this way. I enjoyed the mechanics of the Destiny Alpha at least ten times more than I enjoyed the mechanics of the Anthem De- uh, Anthem Alpha. Now you're talking about Destiny Two, right? No, Destiny One, the original Destiny okay. when it came out. Wow! Because I'm I'm okay. comparing it to a, a launch game, like not a sequel game, a launch game. So Destiny One, the mechanics of the game compared to Anthem's mechanics. I enjoy I enjoyed Destiny's mechanics much more. I enjoyed the flow. I enjoyed I enjoyed how they made the loading screens. So the loading screens don't feel and and so Anthem's not out yet. And 
all this is complete bullshit anyways because it's probably going to change a million times by the time it gets there. But even in, in the Destiny Alpha, the loading screens were the flying ships. So it, it at least it felt like there was more to watch. You know, you had something that was kind of yours that was custom that you got to watch. Nothing like that in Anthem, at least not yet. Um, the one thing Anthem does have is something that you've already seen, and I really, really like it, is the ability to your maneuver, maneuverability around the world. So you can actually fly your javelin all over the place, which is really cool compared to Destiny, where you get on you know a, a friggin' speeder bike and drive around. Uh, it kind of limits where you can get to. In Anthem, you can fly around. And you've seen it in all the videos, so I'm not ruining anything. I'm not giving anything away. Uh, in fact, I'm not giving anything away by saying they have their, their loading screens suck. Because you've seen those loading screens in their videos that they've posted. Uh, but the, the one thing Anthem has that I enjoy is that flying around everything else in it, though. Uh, I would say the Destiny Alpha... The original Destiny Alpha, the mechanics of it, the way it was, the, the the way it felt, the way it was put together, everything about it, I felt was a lot better. So I have actually canceled my pre-order of Anthem, and I am probably not going to get it. Uh, I'm not getting it on release date, and I probably won't get it for at least a few months after it's been released. And then when he does eventually get it, he'll be moaning about how you didn't get the uh, pre-order bonus probably yeah actually you know what i'm not going to be too disappointed about anthem because i've actually not been getting the pre-order bonuses on a lot of things so i've kind of been weaning myself off of those pre-order bonuses and just been saying you know what i have to practice what i preach and what i always have been what i've been preaching for like the past shit decade is stop pre-ordering because if we continue to pre-order we're just going to continuously get worse and worse shit happening to us and I was a perpetuator. I was being a hypocrite. I was I was the guy saying, yeah, don't pre-order. And I was going out going, well, shit, I really want that pre-order bonus. And I'd go and get the pre-order just so I could get that pre-order bonus. So now I'm, I'm practicing what I'm preaching. And I have been actually throughout the past year. I have not been pre-ordering anything. I haven't even pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts 3, which I love the game. I know I'm going to love the game. I know I'm going to buy the game. I want to support Square. Square has... To date, only ever let me down with Final Fantasy twelve. So, you know, I'm not even I'm not even pre-ordering that. Which I like I like Square. I, I want to support Square. I want them. You know, I want them to make money. Uh, I even stopped buying early access games on Steam, even though there's something. So the only thing that I did get, which would be considered a pre-order, I guess, um, was the Thirteenth Doll. It's the sequel to 11th Hour and 7th Guest. And the whole reason I got that is because they actually, if you look at the Kickstarter and all that fun stuff, they hired the guy who played Stoft. They've kept it really true to the the 7th, hour, the 7th Guest and 11th Hour. They even have some of the puzzles that are using some of the assets, or at least they look like they're using some of the assets from the original game, only you know recreated and better better done. So that's actually the only pre-order that I've gotten in, I think, the past year. I think the last pre-order I got from before that, uh, which I stopped at right afterwards, was Escape from Tarkov. Alrighty, what was our last question? No, no, that was our last question. We were shit for last question because there's nothing coming up. <laughs> Nobody wants anything. 
Well, let's uh, let's change the last question. What is the game you're most looking forward to in the coming year? Out of all the games coming out, what is the game that you are looking for the most? Cyber? I don't really have one. I don't really know what's coming out other than Kingdom Hearts 3, and I'm not really looking forward to it. Yep, well, that's all right. You can be wrong, Cyber. It's okay. Kingdom Hearts 3. It's not a thing of being wrong. I'm fucking with you. Seriously, just Kingdom Hearts 3, that's, that's it. I'm, uh, I've never really gotten into the Kingdom Hearts series, uh, mostly because when they came out, I didn't have access to a PlayStation. So I never played them, and I know they're a good game, but I just, I don't know, weirdly enough, I just don't feel like getting into them. But uh, I'm really looking forward to now, the more I research about that Resident Evil 2 remake, the more I really want that yeah, game. Yeah, that is pretty hot, actually. It is. I like how they utilize uh, the mirrors, and you can actually see something coming from yeah. the hallway down. The only thing that's, I don't like... really cool is that they're, they're, Capcom is saying that they're going to keep the original format of the game, but there's a lot of things they've been releasing that are kind of contradicting that and make you basically, it basically looks like you or Claire play a particular section of the game and they go through and pretty much do the same exact thing. So I'm like that split level where you guys kind of did the same thing, but at different times, different rooms and different situations, you kind of quiet, you kind of come to the same exact time frame point where one of you actually just takes over the other storyline for a bit. And I'm hoping that's not the case, but a lot of what they're releasing is kind of showing them doing the same exact thing in the same exact spots. So we'll see in what happens. In regards to Resident Evil 2 and this this remake, I don't care if they can take whatever poetic license they want with it. They could blow smoke up my ass. I'm not listening to it anyways. I just want them to do it the same justice that they did with the Resident Evil remake. That was really good. Cool. I, I, I will say that um, they tried really hard with that Resident Evil remake to make it spectacular and it was amazing the addition of the redheads that made the game feel fresh new and still terrifying but they still kept that corny line you almost became a jill sandwich one of the worst game comments ever entering a game still made it because it is iconic no 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 i i think i am error is worse than no, that. No, dude, dude. Well, From they, Resident Evil, here, they, you should take these being the master of unlocking. Oh, there's that one, but I still like the. I still like him saying, oh, that was a close one. You almost became a Jill sandwich. Just the way he delivered it, it just felt so forced, and like the guy himself didn't want to say it. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, so, since we're running out of time, uh, Zyber, where can people find you at? Well, you can find me um, GNA Discord, Twitter, Facebook, as well as Zyber Games Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Nice. Where are you, Shinzu? You can find me trolling the GNA podcast every once in a while. You can also find me on Twitter at Secret Solvent. That's all one word. Secret Solvent, all one word. You can also locate me uh, on Twitch, Secret Solvent, all one word as well. I'll be streaming various games throughout the week, as well as Wednesdays. Uh, for the most part, I'll be streaming Dead Space 3 until its conclusion, uh, at which point in time, I'm sure uh, Cecil and I will find a different game to stream together. And Shadow, you already said you weren't going to do it again, but uh, where can we find you at? Fuck you. Yeah, I knew so. Uh, and I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter and Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Twitch, Ustream, Mixer, Facebook, etc., etc., etc. So last thing before we do the closeout of the show, what do you guys want to talk about next week? Well, I won't be I won't be here next week, so um, 
next Friday? You can still you can still tell us what you want to hear talk about. I mean, I think what you guys should do personally is talk about the uh, the the worst games on Steam, and then I think you guys should throw the names in a hat and then draw the names randomly to see who has to play the worst games on Steam. I'm gonna go ahead and veto uh, that. You're buying, right? And I'm saying this should all be done when I'm not here, so I don't have to deal with it. Okay, well, you, you all heard it. He's buying. He's so buying. I got a twist to that. We all discuss the worst Steam games that there are. Whichever one we come to the conclusion is the worst Steam game, Shinzu has to purchase and play. The entirety of it to completion. In stream. In stream. In stream. I might uh, I might die of game cancer. I could see it. I could see it happening. I could see it happening. Good night. He'll smoke a road sign and that shit quick. It's all right. Still be good. It'll still be a good YouTube video. No, so seriously, we don't want to talk about that next week. And we are good. Go ahead. You know I can't you pick a topic because every time I do, I'm not there for it. I mean, keeping with the holiday theme, you guys should talk about something on the on the holiday seasonal. How about like the the best Christmas or holiday horror movies? Yeah, we already watched some Christmas horror movies, and they were really bad. They were bad. They were really bad. They were very Did you guys watch the, really the Thanksgiving one with the turkey? October is done. We're done with the horror movies. I'm not going to do this for three fucking months. Uh, we do it once every month. Once every month, horror movie night. That I'm never there for, for a reason. But they're not bad. They're They're funny. Dumb funny, but yeah. What about time you'll never get back? Why don't we actually? Why don't we go down that avenue? Why don't we talk about the worst games we've ever played, like the most god awful things we've put ourselves through? I I feel like this is a good topic, but at the same time, it's going to reveal how either truly awful we are or how persistent we can be. Because some of the games I have played have been absolutely terrible. I don't know if I should be proud about the fact that, yeah, I bought this game, so I'm up can play it and complete it. I, I should just basically be like, no, this is, I had nothing the better to do. And all I could do is play this horrifyingly bad game. Yeah, it, was, it was either I beat my meat for the hundredth <laughs> time or I play this game. And you know what? It was starting to get chapped. So there was, there was skin hanging off my penis and I was like, I got to let this thing heal. So I guess we're playing the game. So what about you? What do you guys think? Sure. All right. Worst game. So you gotta do a little research. You gotta, you gotta, you maybe have to go to a therapist and have them, <laughs> have them bring back those, those regressed memories, those memories that you've blocked out because they're too traumatic. Let's talk about the worst video games we've ever played. God, it's gonna be horrible. Horrible. Well, anywho, hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Reviews help other people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, spread the word. You can find us on services like Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, and yes, Spotify, even there. Go check us out. You can also follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast or Facebook. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word. We've partnered with Humble Bundle. Why don't you tell us about Humble Bundle, Zyber? Um, I don't have it. I don't have the stuff, man. All right. Um, You've talked about Humble Bundle enough. You should fucking know, know. what the hell Humble I, Bundle is. Come on. 
Come on, <laughs> give me give me a, a chance to like you know just mess with people. <laughs> Humble Bundle is a site where you can buy games, just like many other digital sites. But you have a little bit of a twist. Um, yeah, you can donate to Dar- uh, Darity. Oh, fuck, I've been drinking too much. You can donate to Darity. I donate to Darity all the time. You can donate to Dairy. Ben and Jerry's will take your donations now. You can donate to charity. Um, yeah, you, you just go to one of the bundles or anywhere on the site and you buy the games. But we'd we'd like it if you pop a question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of the link. So they know that we sent you there and, you know, reason for the partnership. Um we don't want you to give us the money. We want you to give the money to the charity. And you'll be do maybe sling some to the developer also. Um, in that way, you do two things. You get a game for really cheap, and you help out a charity. So win-win. Yeah, so just for clarification, when you pop in that question mark partner equals GNA podcast, you'll have some sliders down below where you put in how much money you want to give. You click, it'll be a thing that says uh, choose where your money goes, and you have a slider. And the slider will say like humble bundle tip, developers, whatever charity it may be. We want, and there'll be one for the GNA podcast. We want you to slide that GNA podcast all the way down to zero. We don't want your money. If you want to throw us bones, that's fine. We can't stop you, but we're telling you we don't want your money. We want you to give it to charity or the developers. Those guys need it. We're here just to entertain. That's what we do. That's what we love. Correct. If you do end up giving us, uh, you know, money, it just goes to codes for game show yep. night. We just buy we buy bundles that we use to give away on game show night. That's typically what we do. All right. So, do you like anime? Because we here at GNA like anime, so does Zyberblood, who is hosting Anime Night every Sunday night starting at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. We also do a horror movie night, which is the second Saturday of every single month. Uh, those starts usually around like 8, 9 o'clock for a horror movie night. And usually they're really bad horror movies, so if you like bad horror movies... Yes, lately they've been really, really horrible B-movies, I would say, are D-movies. Oh god, yeah, but they're so great. So, God, if you love them... Actually, I'm talking to you, God. Why are you never there watching horror movies with us? God, you should be with us. God, why are you not listening to the show right now? Anyway, so if you like horror movies, join us there as well. Uh, And that website is going to be www.rabb.it forward slash GNA podcast. I also will have every now and then pop up there when I'm watching something and doing some schoolwork and I'll just watch my television shows up there because it just makes it easier to do it there. Uh, also, first Saturday of every single month, we do game show night. So game show, we play some Jackbox games over at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We play some video game, or sorry, we play some Jackbox games and give away some Steam codes. So join us there. We have got a metric shit ton because for October, actually November, I didn't do one because we had the, the extra life stream. And October, I didn't really advertise all that good, so nobody showed up. So I've got a shit ton of codes to give away. In fact, if you show up and you play, you'll probably just get a code for playing. So just come on yeah, in. Yeah, uh, this this last uh, game show night wasn't that uh, big of a turnout either. No, we had a, we had a bunch of people there. We had a, we had we didn't have too many new people there, but we had a bunch of people there. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about our non-regulars. Oh. We didn't have too much of a turnout. Now you're being particular, God. We, lo- we love everybody who shows God up. God wasn't there, though. Well, God should have been there. God's never there, though. We need God in our life more. We, we need to get God in our life more often. That's what we need to do. Anywho. <laughs> you motherfuckers need Jesus. Yep, you motherfuckers need Jesus. Uh, we want to thank Morgan BS Photography for the new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. Email us at GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA. One with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We're going to send them over to Damoc, anyways. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me tonight. I had a ball. Actually, I uh, I learned about some collector's editions that I didn't know exist. Like that, I have two. Like that Devil May Cry one with the fucking van is really cool. Well, have a good night, gents. Good night, brother. Good night. I got a Canon Rebel. I put it in a bourbon barrel. It takes great pictures, but only in the inside of people. <laughs>